three, two, one. Welcome to JV Level. It's been a while. We're back. We got the crew here. How how are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Good doing great. On this rainy day. On this had rainy to mention the weather report. Thursday, of course, in Lower Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, Lower Manhattan here in our in our uh, New York New York State offices. We got a new recording device. We this got, one. We have a new we have a new mic. New mic in the building. Everyone's holding their own mic right now. Everyone has their own set of yeah, headphones. It feels good. Mic. It feels professional. We feel great. We're we, we're still all sitting in a nice chair. We all got our headphones we're on. We're in a too. nice little like circle too, triangle, yeah. reclining. Yeah, this yeah. is great. Things are absolutely fantastic right now for the absolutely. JV Level podcast. Starting off the second season minus the first episode. Absolutely. Started off great. Yeah, season two. We got a we got a we got a website now. We have a website. Uh, I posted one blog. I don't know if Goodyear's posted one yet. I have Goodyear, not posted yet. Goodyear's really Lawrence a blogger. I haven't asked you to. I don't know. If you haven't really, asked me yet. I, don't I, know will. If you, I will. I will. Are, are, are you a blogger? Are you a writer? Do you. I don't know. I can if write. You are. I can write. No, when yeah, it's about sports, it's fun. Yeah. Because I mean, oh, yeah. none of us are writers. But I know. I know. When it's about sports. Lawrence has railed off like quite a few blogs yeah, already. Got, yeah, let's see how many. Let's see how many I've done here. They they haven't been anything like they've been short though, like because I don't want to like write a damn essay. Yeah, no, it's, like, it's summer, you know, and like no one's gonna read that shit anyway. So like these have been like super short. Like one I just I just wrote right here. Uh, Goodyear's a busy man. We'll get a microphone up shortly. And, and I was just talking about right it. now. Yeah, and then I'm now we're here. This was this was before. Oh, let's see. As I'm writing this, I'm preparing for Game Five of the Clippers versus Jazz series. As former Pistons Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard look to save Kawhi Leonard's legacy once again. You forgot Marcus Morris. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! I did forget Marcus <laughs> you, Morris. I should have peer edited it. No, yeah, for sure. That's but yeah, we got it. we're we're blogging. We're creating we're creating a body of work. Yeah, we are. Is, is I still got to get is my, what the goal uh, is. my burner Twitter account going. Me too. Yeah, you should. Do I know. That. I promised you that, Lawrence. No, so. Yeah, you should do that. It's fun. Yeah, we got to get a community too. We got to like follow each other so that we can like get other people to follow us. Yeah, yeah. You know? and anyone's welcome to post on the on the blog if they'd like to. No, yeah, for sure. I don't. I doubt anyone would really in- inquire us about that. Maybe at well. Yeah, and then might be speaking down. of out, well, I think from here on out, we're going to start having guests. Absolutely, yeah. Almost, we'll, almost every episode, unless people aren't available, and we can just do the regular squad. But I know there's a lot of people that, I mean, we've been doing we this We could for, get someone on for, like, any of If you think about this, we've technically been doing this for, like, a year. We started last summer, so. Yeah. I mean, we this is a long time coming. We've only had Rainier's on. I've said that every podcast, but. Yeah, we kind of are pretty lackadaisical, but, like, I don't know. I feel like now that we are all our own holding our own mics, we have a good sound machine that seems to work pretty well. Yeah. I think we'll start. I feel like we need to start busting these out. Yeah, we, we should get a weekly schedule. I know we said Sundays. But Sundays might not even it. be the move, yeah. honestly. I mean, just try to do it once a week at least. Yeah, at least once a week. We and have like, to. And, have like, today to. we're doing two podcasts, so we can release one yeah. like tonight and then release another one later. Yeah, we got to get or these going every week. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be we'll be we'll be a lot more engaged with this podcast. Kind of like what we were doing in the winter time. We were we were going hard in the winter time. Yeah, we were. We, we, we put so some good years. When I went to college, yeah. that's when we yeah. kind of died down yeah. again. But, but I mean that that'll happen when yeah. you don't have your third or one of the three people that are right. doing the podcast. Right. I wasn't trying to exclude. But you like, right but like, bro, you know Our I'm always talking. Guy. You know I'm always talking about barstool and stuff and like. Dude, that's a possibility. That's all I gotta say. It is because like, and then they always say like, "What do you actually do to like get a job there? How do you like get a foot in the door there, or any kind of place like that? If you can just like create a body of work and do yeah. something already, which is what we were doing, then you don't have to be told what to do. Like that's just what you do, yeah. and like you already proved like that's what you can do. Like it's the same thing as as learning a skill. 
content. So yeah, if we just and we got like, chemistry too. So we do. oh for sure. But like, dude, I just love the fact that like we have episodes out. We I'm gonna I'm gonna have blog posts out now. Like we just need to be doing this for like just on the side yeah. for, for for fun. For yeah, just gotta get the social media out there. We just keep get more yeah. get more of an audience and. Just keep going, fellas. This pod is gonna, going. is gonna just keep going. Fly. No, yeah, for sure. It's but the go. Pistons, go the reason podcast. why we're really here. Yeah, this is the odds more in our favor. The time. reasons why these three gentlemen are really gathered here is all revolving around the Detroit Pistons and one player, Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I know I was telling you guys this before, but he reminds me a lot of Jason Tatum, and I am very, very excited. What? Well, let's back to have him. Let's backtrack as a, a Piston. We. The draft lottery on Tuesday. This is Thursday. Yeah, we, I, you know the the new the new like format that they put in place last year to like abolish tanking or whatever they were trying to do with it. We had lower odds. It was really it's quite it was quite nerve wracking for me in my opinion. Because oh, we were both we were both watching it live. Yeah, we you were Palmer. watching it live. I wasn't. Yeah, I was on the golf course. I was just sitting there Lawrence in front of my couch. Got pranked by no Atwell. Yeah, I thought I got pranked by Atwell <laughs> when I got into the when I got into the whip and he just pulls up his phone and says, "Dude, Pistons got the number one pick." Yeah. And I literally was like, "What?" And I was just like, "Yeah!" I just got hyped. Yeah, fuck. no, I got so hyped. No, I made sure I tuned into Rachel Nichols. Uh, <laughs> Little show, oh, little yeah. show, uh, recurring guest friend, yeah. friend, <laughs> friend of the program, Rachel Nichols. Just yeah. watching, it was like every single pick from six, or because we could only drop to six after, or like once six went by, I was. It was just like a little like sigh of relief after each pick that was going down, and like it once it got to like the top three, and it was Cleveland, Houston, and Detroit. I was like, bro, this. You could, thought could you honestly? Think Cleveland I was, was like, gonna I was get like, dude, because I was like, I was gonna be so angry if cleveland got yeah. another first dude, number dude, one overall insane. pick they have they have the most number one picks right yeah yeah uh i don't know about the most but dude lebron Kyrie, anthony bennett yeah yeah they've got a lot they've had a lot though but um i mean in recent years the most the biggest relief for me was after that fifth pick got revealed yeah. and the magic yeah, went yeah. because i was like i know this dude freaking whatever deputy mark tatum or whatever his name is <laughs> gonna yeah. freaking screw us over again yeah. i was thinking Dude, no. If we dropped a five, I would have. Yeah, I would have lost it. But once it was once it was after five, and like they had the commercial break, and then they do the top four. I I was thinking because it was us, Houston, and Orlando, I believe, or was it a Toronto? Diff- no, no, the the three teams, the last three teams in the it league was, last um, year. Oh, the last three teams. That- like there's three teams. The bottom three teams get like fourteen yeah. percent chance of make of getting. The I think top. it was yeah. us. Houston oh, in yeah. Orlando, I think. I think it was the Timberwolves, maybe. No? Was, it Are you talking about Orlando. last year or this year? This it year. would have been terrible. No, no, no. It was, it was not the Timberwolves. the Timberwolves or the Cavs would have no, it would have been terrible. It was the Magic. The Magic, yeah, us, probably and the magic. Houston. Yeah, because they were taking at the end of the year. But when it, was, when it was the top four, it was us, Toronto, Houston, and Cleveland. And I was like, well, it's just us and Houston that have the 14% odds of like making it. So I was like, we have a pretty good chance here. Toronto... Toronto got really lucky with where they dropped to, but um, I was like, once Toronto went by, I was like, all right, I don't know. They might give it to Cleveland, but, like, I also don't think they're going to give it to Cleveland because, like, they've gotten so many first overall picks. and they Our time even, was due. They weren't even one of the worst teams. Yeah, it just, it, it just felt like we were due. And once it was us and Houston, I was kind of like, 
like this will be awesome if we get if we get the first pick but if we get number two then Jalen green that's cool but then after that after that happened i ran outside i was at my dad's i literally was freaking out yeah i was jumping and screaming on my couch by myself but um but i was telling you i was watching like because you know how it shows um the uh the people that represent like yeah. your team or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was so I was watching I was watching Ben Wallace like his reactions yeah, and stuff. Was, I saw him smirk yeah, he was cool. when um when he went like when they were revealing like the top three picks. Mm-hmm. I heard I saw him smirk and I was like, he might he might know something beforehand. Yeah, and I was like I was like yeah, this feels good. They probably oh. they probably let him know during that commercial break when they do like the top four. They probably they probably let them know like what's going on but um there's like the they released the video of like um the draft like like where they actually do the ping pong balls and stuff and they show you who like gets the first pick the at the so there's the way it works is like there's four balls that get selected and like it's like the different combinations or whatever so there's a thousand and one combinations apparently and um and so like the the Pistons had they had a fourteen percent chance, so I have hundred and forty combinations in there. I saw I saw that um, when I got to the third ball, there was a there was or it's like one through fourteen. There's one there was one ball number one that that belonged to the Pistons, and everything else belonged to like a bunch of different other teams. It landed on number one, which is oh, insane. That's pretty insane. It's ins- that was insane. that reminds me of a uh, ESPN's Thirty for Thirty documentary, One Magic Moment. Yeah. Yeah. Watching the ping pong balls. Uh, yeah. They don't do it live anymore. But David no, I, Stern I, I, picking I don't. It out. I don't think it's rigged. I don't think it's rigged. I don't think it's a rigged. I system. used to think it was rigged. I, I used to. So, yeah, I think it probably this year, was. It was. Time. It was just meant to be. I think for the Pistons, honestly, like it's been so long, and we finally dropped from being this this middle of the pack team that's always maybe in the playoffs, maybe right on the outside, getting like the thirteenth, fourteenth pick. It seemed like it was our time, and apparently it was. So. But then it, again, it really it, does. It seems like it seems like karma really just came back. Yeah, our Weaver way and for everything us in just, a good way. Just if like it, if it was rigged, though, you would think like the mecca of basketball, New York Knicks, would have had some more like better luck. You know yeah, what I mean? No, well, yeah. So that's tried, why I'm, they tried that already with Ewing yeah. in 1984. Yeah. yeah, he didn't win shit. So they're like, "Fuck the mecca." <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody always says when New York basketball is good basketball is just better no that's that's, that's a fact i mean and it was greatest, it was the best arena in sports probably yeah if it, if it was rigged he would have gone to houston because or i mean it, that wouldn't even seem rigged but like he's the he's i believe he's a texas dude or Who? at least tatum Cade cunningham no oh. Cade. Uh, i thought you were talking, uh, talking tatum? about deputy commissioner mark tatum yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his little that? smirk bro. Yeah, he always has me dead he's from oklahoma is he from oklahoma yeah because he's sure. like because he's like i'm staying home i'm still a southern guy I yeah, think his dad coached on Oklahoma State. You know his, didn't he? Yeah. his brother was uh, assistant coach for Oklahoma That's State. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah oh, his brother okay. was an. He literally, for one year, he was an assistant coach, and that was the year that Cade came up, and now he's his agent. <laughs> isn't I mean, that that's something? how you do it that's how you do it isn't that something what well now we got him and well, he's following talent he's following it the right way i mean it's his brother I yeah would, <laughs> I would, i'm not sure if he's following yeah, i don't think he's following him. <laughs> oh he's following the money man i mean i mean kind of yeah if, i mean if you trust and his bro brother, and like, his bro dude yeah. all right hold up we're the voice of detroit sports Cade's gonna listen to this we're not trashing Cade. Yeah. no brother. we're not we're, we're not, not trashing, trashing Cade. brother where's i'm so smart move by his brother i'm so excited for Cade cunningham it's unbelievable. Sorry. <laughs> like no, yeah. for all of the Detroit sports teams right now, this was just such a like 
breath sigh of, of relief breath of fresh air yeah like it's, it's probably the best news i've heard in detroit sports in gosh since the tigers made the world series probably. yeah 2012 probably, yeah. yeah that is that is true yeah yeah i mean and since we were the since we were the eight seed with reggie jackson fighting believe, lebron you know my <laughs> since we got tobias harris for yeah brandon no, jennings and brandon some jennings. change I remember the night that we traded for Blake and like I was so excited. Oh yeah, I was hyped as fuck too. I I mean like how would you not be excited? It's Blake Griffin. Like he's I mean he's a great player, but I it just makes me laugh now, like just thinking back to it. Like I was so excited about that and then look where that got us and now we're Oh yeah. Now we're I mean I was excited too. Hey, it was all a part of the process, you could say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stan Van Gundy. The Twin Tower experiment with Drummond and Blake Griffin just you know, didn't work out. If we never had, it Stan- didn't work out with the uh, Demarcus Cousins and Davis either. So I guess it didn't work out with Greg Monroe and Andre Drummond <laughs> and Josh Smith. Greg Monroe, the Moose. Imagine that, <laughs> dude. That front court, Josh Smith playing small forward, and then Greg Monroe playing power. That's literally a power forward and two centers trying to play your your front court position. That video that's of Josh Smith calling of, uh, out Doc Rivers and like cussing them out and like telling them that he's like Mr. No in-game adjustments yeah. and stuff those videos of Josh Smith calling out Doc yeah, Rivers no, are no, so he's just rolling up it's like it's like stuff. it's like he's trying to do um what what's his name was doing like last month what's his name uh why am I blanking on his name that he dropped 80 dropped 82 with Kobe what's his face oh he's Kwame Brown Kwame Brown yeah you know I how he was that. like you know how he was on like a little media tour yeah. just like going live like not media he tour, has his own YouTube channel yeah he just like started going live he just like started being obsessed with lives and like making all these controversial takes that's like what Josh Smith was trying to do he's like trying to just like yeah go out and make headlines at Doc Rivers but we yeah. were still anyway, paying can't that. believe Josh Smith is even a real person we were still paying anyway. that man until up until last year yeah Anyway, like, anyway, anyway, though, Cade Cunningham, I'm Let's super excited. Him. Yeah, I'm super excited for anyone that thinks that we're gonna trade the pick. Yeah, no. Yeah, let's let's can't. let's address that because we have not had a f- number one pick in 50 years, and, and that's got to be the number one reason as to why we're not gonna trade. One that. of them. Uh, I mean, to me, I feel like that's to me it feels one. like why would you? Or I I know I said this in the group chat, but like why would you? Why would you? tank like that or i mean it's not like we were intentionally tanking like we were a really young teams so like it makes sense that we were losing games but like why would like obviously the goal is to get like a top pick in the draft so why would we when we have the best pick like why would we get rid of it that doesn't make any sense to me especially for a franchise that is that has kind of lacked like star power recently and and Honestly, yeah. like throughout the organization, I think like, he just said that for like media attention. Like, I mean, I mean, that's what the media wants to it's hear. His job, he's a GM. Yeah. Like, he's got to weigh all the options and stuff. But I don't think there's any. It has to be an insane package if Weaver's even going to consider like taking that. I guarantee you, Kate Cunningham and Troy Weaver have already been in talks. Oh no, yeah, for sure. So, oh, or that's tampering. I'm, they better have called them. I don't know if it's tampering or not, but who gives a fuck? I mean, they better got SVG on the phone with him. SVG's <laughs> not the coach of yeah. the Pelicans anymore. He's going to help out the Pistons. No, but yeah, that's not going to happen. We're not going to trade. We're not going to trade the pick away. It's it just it just can't happen. It has to be something insane. It has to yeah. be it has to be for Jason Tatum. He's going to be a generational <laughs> yeah. talent. No, it has to be for like a young star. Like it yeah. would literally like it has to be for John Moran. Luka Doncic, yeah. Luka. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. De'Aaron it's Fox be or something John like or Jason Tatum. Yeah, Jalen Brown, maybe. Uh, there's no way in hell I would trade the first pick. Ben for... Simmons? No. No, no. <laughs> His trade value is at all time low. You never know. Yeah, he's playing center for the Pistons. Yeah. That's what you guys have been we saying. Need, we want him to play center. Yeah. 
But I like Isaiah Stewart a little bit more. And then like dating back, I was just gonna say too, like dating back even farther to when we were doing this pod around the end of end of summer last year and we were talking about like just kinda like our expectations, just what we wanted for the Pistons and just like yeah. uh expectations for Troy Weaver, I guess. When Troy came in and started making all these moves, moving money around, you know, getting rid of all that capital yeah. for us pretty much. And then, you know, he brought in some other the Plumlee contract, I guess, was questionable at the time, but he moved money around, got Blake out of there, whatever, freed up, freed up some cash space, got us a lot of assets in return, second second rounders, whatever. We got we got young guys. We pr- he proved that he could draft decently well already with Isaiah Stewart and Sadiq Bay. And then like we were just thinking, we were just like, I remember we were just talking, we were saying like Troy and this team, if we just lose and we get ourselves in a position for a top five pick or whoever, that's a pretty damn good season. Yep. That is what we've been trying to do. We're sick of being the middle ground team. So let's just send this. Let's just send this tank and just see what happens. And see okay. what happens. And then now look where we are. Like it's just gone this perfect. We never it's, thought that it yeah. could happen because like we're the Pistons with all this bad karma. But it's turned around for us. I mean, for us, like for us three and like the people that are listening to the pod, like all our lives are like we weren't old enough to like watch the. We didn't watch the four, four, five, five, no. six teams. We like barely we like we barely saw Benson. Yeah, ben, like I, ben I, when ben I first started watching, I remember Richard Hamilton a little bit. Yeah, that was like the end of Ben yeah. Wallace. When I started watching Jason uh, Maxey, yeah. like, like Pistons basketball, yeah. it was like Charlie Villain away yeah. from yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. and Rodney Stuckey. Yeah, yeah Rodney, Rodney Stuckey. Stuckey. Oh my God, what's his, what's his other name uh, too on the on the uh, Magic? What Ben Gordon? No, there's another point guard, DJ Augustine. Oh, DJ Augustine. <laughs> that was a little bit later. Yeah, but, that was a little bit later. Or, I don't know. Just Troy Weaver, like. But to be is, fair with Troy Weaver, though, every single one of his moves, like from right when he started the job, was questionable. Like everybody was questioning, like, what's this dude doing well, I mean, and stuff. Any, any move, he took a he took a chance on Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Worked perfectly fine. He everybody was saying, oh, Miles Plumley, like, that's way overpaid for this kind of yeah. dude. This dude came off the bench for the Nuggets. Mason Plumley, you always Mason. say Miles. I think I, I said Miles too. Oh, Did you? you? I don't know. Yeah, no, I always say Miles. I always get those those dudes for they're the same fucking yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Duke basketball. That's yeah, all I think about with yeah. Plumleys. But uh, but yeah, he's made he's made every move right. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't think he. I mean, to, the only one that I would say, and I know you don't like that, but I I liked Halliburton out of a. No, I mean I liked Halliburton too, but I think it was more a potential play. Like I think I think Troy knew that he was going to be able to get one of the top guys, and a lot of them are guards this this in this draft. I I mean I'm sure he's he was doing his homework like years ago on these. I'm sure he does it for like all of them, but like they, Killian is a potential. Is the pick was based on potential, and we weren't yeah. we weren't expecting him to be this yeah, guy, he, right and away. we didn't know we were gonna get the number one fucking pick. Yeah, this next yeah. year. Yeah, I'm know, hard on like, I'm hard on Killian Hayes, but he's got a lot of potential. He's six five combo guard. He passes well, but and he was hurt like over half the year. So I just I, just, I remember when Troy Weaver got hired, and I sent it into our group chat, and I was just talking to you guys about it, and it's just like he came from under Sam Presti, one of one of the GMs like when you think of GMs in the NBA like Sam Presti is immediately at the top and he's a guy that drafted helped draft Russell Westbrook helped draft or not KD but uh, helped draft James Harden helped draft Stephen Adams like all these guys that are like now very, now shy. very good like value like picks and now and now he comes over and like and the the art i just remember one of our first podcasts the article where you pulled up where we had the worst off season and f grade for yeah 
like we have Sadiq Bay, first team, all rookie. Uh Jeremy Grant, uh most improved player. Candidate. Isaiah Stewart, first Isaiah team Stewart, rookie. Second team rookie. Was he second team? Second team. Second team. Yeah. Okay. I thought he, he should, was first team. I mean, if they if they did it like by positions, he would have been first team because there's no other centers that were on it. But like, and Mason Plumlee, I an eight million dollar contract for like a good vet guy that's gonna that's gonna coach up Isaiah or Isaiah Stewart, and then possibly a trade. No, yeah, a lot like of teams around yeah. the NBA were calling for uh, Mason Plumlee yeah. this year. The they just love line. the way that he yeah, plays yeah. the game the right way. And we kind of we we kind of get caught up because of the internet and everything, and like there's moves like so much faster, and there's so many new prospects yeah. coming in, and you want guys to develop develop right away and stuff, and that's just not how it happens how it happens at all yeah. so like getting and and getting mason mason plumley not miles mason plumley just for like that whatever contract and have him come in and be able to produce and you know he's going to be able to do he anything just because he's season. like a just because he's like a a big you know a big athletic guy that can that can that can play defense and, and can work the post a little bit like that's better than getting just some random second rounder or some random rookie that's not going to contribute at all like it sounds like a lot of it sounds like a lot of money on paper but everyone makes a shit ton of money inflation you know, yeah. so like it's good to like go get a guy like that, like or like for example, like Austin Rivers, like getting a guy like Austin Rivers on like a playoff team and good like bet, is like yeah. is like a way more reliable than like drafting I, some you know one of my favorite clown in the first end of the first round. Yeah, one of my favorite underrated moves in my opinion was picking up Frank Jackson this season. He played awesome. Yeah, for, we we, for we were both saying guy, that. Like that's he's at the tail end of the year, shooter. dude. He was he was averaging like twenty points a yeah, game at lot, the end of the season. Lots of energy. to be fair, he had. Opening for minutes yeah. because we were, you know, kind of taking. Got injured, but he he played really well. There's just so many. Troy Weaver did an exceptional job this past year, in the in his first year for the Detroit Pistons. I could not have thought of a better season for us. Yeah, it's honestly insane. Like it how, all came how, like how well getting, no, and I love that he took chances on um some players that were former top high like overall Josh picks. Jackson Josh Jackson, even too. Dennis Smith Jr. It it didn't really work out like. Well, to be fair, he didn't even really get to play that much, yeah, but. so we don't really know. But even just taking a chance on that, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys yeah, that I mean, believes in taking chances on those kind of players because sometimes, like an organization or a team just doesn't fit a guy. Yeah. So we could dumped work. a second round pick for him. Like I saw, I saw the Marvin Bagley just liked the tweet that he wants to get traded. So I don't want Marvin Bagley. Pistons. Marvin Bagley's terrible. Hit my boy uh, MB five up. Yeah, but the. Uh, it's good. I don't know. No. I don't know. We're gonna get. Know. We're gonna get. We were talking this like a little bit ago about. Uh, it kind of sucks that we do have Killian. Kind of sucks that we did draft Killian. It it, it would have been nice to have like Halliburton or someone like that. But that's the biggest hindsight bias like to have. Yeah. Because we didn't is. know that we were gonna have the number one pick to be able to get Cade. But but they can play together. Like, they can. Cade can play in off my, the ball, dude. Opinion. He's like a like you said. He's like a Jason Tatum. Like he's like a Jason Tatum, but then he's got like. Like I'm not gonna say like Chris Paul IQ or anything, but like he's a point guard, you know, like and he's got like a high basketball IQ. I'm not gonna say he's like you know as good as a passer as Chris Paul or something. But well, like, he can he can guard all like four positions guard, yeah. too. He can switch. Oh, he's six eight. He's a yeah. guard, yeah. Dude, he, his highlights have his highlights in the have NBA everywhere. And like what everybody talks about with the NBA, like now it's just so versatile. You yeah. don't need players that like there's you, there's not like a position it's position is basketball that's what yeah. i'm trying to say i don't know if we've ever sure. i don't know if the pistons have ever gotten a player like with his like skill set before i don't well, i don't know if there's a guy like good. that that we not as a point guard like with that kind of size 
Yeah, well, I mean, just like being able to do like right, everything. Well, Grant Hill, like, Grant Hill. I mean, could do Grant it. Hill, yes, but I mean, he got injured for the Pistons, and then we had like this thing, and then we traded him to the Suns. But like, I or I don't know if we traded him to the Suns, maybe the Magic or something. But the Magic, yeah, was I think it? it was a Magic. But, uh, I don't. <sighs> T Mac too. Yeah. Wes and some other. Never mind. But, uh, <laughs> they got paired together. <laughs> I think I don't know. I think Killian. I think if anything, this is going to help Killian's development, like being able to, like they're going to be guarding each other in practice probably a lot, picking things from each other. Because Killian, sure. I, as much as Cade is a great player and a great passer, I think Killian's a little bit of a better playmaker than him. Dude, and then maybe I mean Ooh, I don't okay, know. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. the only knock like, I have I on Killian okay, with his. Dude, is yeah. like, dude, I know that's he the is thing. like that's the oh thing. my god, he's like, like a damn maestro. I, I yeah, think. he is a maestro. Then, but the only knock I have with Killian on his playmaking ability because he turns the ball over yeah, too, he too damn so much. He's got to work on that. But if he if he does get that figured out, and he does go left all the time because he's a left-handed player. Like when he drives to the basket, he's always yeah, going. He's left. always going. Ball so he's got to work on his. He's got to work on some things. But I think Dwayne Casey is the perfect coach for all of these young guys we have so many young guys on our team and i think we're just gonna be able to work our way up and eventually i think i don't think we're gonna attract any free agents but i think with all the cap space we're gonna have with blake griffin coming off the books next year i think we're gonna probably make a trade for like a big guy or like a big player so honestly don't count that out though dude, i think the, we could get a dude, free agent I, if we got a if they got a good squad around them like one Troy one? Weaver, he's a he's a good or, guy. I mean, Troy Weaver Casey, found value in Jeremy. There's Grant. a lot of there's a lot of like pluses to be in Detroit, like yeah. with the management and stuff like that. There's a lot of guys that would say, "Hey, hey you I'd play for Troy seeing, Weaver and Dwayne." Casey. What I think this kind of compares to, you, yeah. yeah. What I what I'm what I'm seeing with this Pistons with this the building of this team honestly kind of compares to the Bad Boy Pistons. Not exactly the same on the timing, but you're talking about getting a, a franchise a franchise point guard in Isaiah Thomas and Cade Cunningham. You count those right there, and then you got like a a a, a veteran, not not totally a veteran, but like in their prime scorer who can kind of carry the load while the point guard develops. And Jeremy Grant, Adrian Dantley, okay. kind of do like you okay. know what I'm saying. No, I like whenever I, I think of we, a, whenever I think of AD, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think of Mark Aguirre's little comment. <laughs> no, but oh, I, I, was, I was better than that. AD, player to player. <laughs> no, I was better than AD. No, yeah. So then they, they, got, rolled they the music. got rid of him before they the show the highlights stuff, of Mark Aguirre. Which would, they got rid of him before the titles and stuff, which could happen with Jeremy Grant once we get like some new guys coming in. Yeah. But then you know we let we let Cade develop, and then we get we get we we bring in like some scrappy guys for like some good contracts. Bill Lambeer, big white guy, Mason Plumley. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's go. like it's like a, it's oh, like an okay, okay. million dollar. Do you see how it's kind of coming together here? It's Frank like Jack, got about to be Jackson, the new uh, Dennis how, Rodman. This is kind of how we're yeah. <sighs> this is kind of see how we're we're kind of building something up. Like we're kind of building it up. You know, it's I, I see I what see I see where you're going you there. See where I'm getting at there? Yeah. Frank Jackson, I don't know. Just Frank thought. Jackson could be Vinnie Johnson, a little microwave, a little microwave off the bench. I like Saban Lee if he if he keeps progressing like that. I don't know. Sadiq Bay. I mean. Who who's our shooter? Joe Dumars. Yeah. <laughs> CR Joe. Could be. Yeah. yeah. I don't I know. Mean, there's a, there's so much to be excited about for this Pistons team. It's it like Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart would be our Ben Wallace. I know that's not the same team. Yeah. But well, Rodman. he reminds me Rodman. a lot of or Rodman. Yeah. Rodman. But he reminds me a lot of Ben Wallace. Just the way he plays. He does. Yeah, and he's got the same build as him. Yeah. Too. But yeah, I, I I just was kind of thinking about that, like the way that I feel like those kind of compare. I feel like that is. Kind of, I feel like uh, just a little bit. And the timing's not exactly right because, like, I remember watching the Pistons documentary about you know how about how it all came together. But yeah, yeah. 
we're building. I something. like our blueprint. Like I love yeah, how that we're building that. It's amazing. That Detroit grind. I just like that it. hustle. That I'll tell you what though. I just like it. Great defensive minded um, team. Well, I, yeah, all that, but it's just ten times more glamorous with the name Cade Cunningham oh. on it. CC. <laughs> I saw something where it was like, like you said, Pistons. Palmer, that's an NBA name. That is an NBA name. Cade Cunningham is an NBA name. And uh, you could use CC, like, you know, like, for pistons, like cars and stuff. Like, CC23, uh, yeah. is that his number? I don't know. I don't know. Wait, no, what is his <laughs> number? <laughs> he hasn't been drafted. No, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, oh, no, I'm talking about college. Yeah. His college number. <laughs> like, you know, in racing, how If, he, if like, he goes to 23, yeah, it's CC23. I, I like that nickname. I'm, I'm starting the petition yeah, like for it right now. Yeah. 200, 200, he's going at 200 CC. No, it's the perfect, it's perfect fit. It's perfect fit. I, I, I don't know. It's so crazy because a year ago I was not out on the Pistons. Obviously, I'm always going to be in on the Pistons, but like, it's it's so crazy. What everything year. just means like so much more. Now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like it's so sick. So we just wait until whenever the draft is, and we get draft to day. We get to that. That's kind of something I I really enjoy is we get the first pick, so that way like we don't have to worry about what other people are gonna. Yeah, dude. Dude, we, just, we gotta have like a crazy setup for draft day. Like we gotta. Dude, we gotta have. We a gotta live have show. Might, yeah, we yeah. Might have, to have a live show with all yeah. the boys. That'd, That'd be, be dope. Sick. That'd be sick. We got to do something dope for yeah, drafting. We'll, we'll think about. We'll think about some. We'll be in the works for that, dude. Yeah, we could set up a table in my basement and just have it. Like we could have a perfect setup in my basement, oh, yeah. bro. Because like the way that the TV is on the wall and you can just like see it from anywhere in my basement. Like so, if we put a table right in front of you know the bar down there, yeah, just like, dude, that'd be perfect. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good draft though, too. I. You guys want to talk about like the rest of the teams in the draft lottery? Yeah, like, we can. Yeah, we can talk. Ah, eh, not really. I mean, what else there to say? I mean, we could. Think about like who fits some other where. prospects. I mean, I mean, not, I know I'm me not, and you I like. Uh, I don't even care. Jalen Green a lot. <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't care either. I'm all. I'm all in on Kate Cunningham. Yeah, I don't yeah. care about Jaylen any other prospect. Evan Mobley. How do we think? Oh, uh, I. So with Houston at number two, it's interesting because who's their center? Well, they do have Christian Wood. So Christian Wood. they have Christian Wood, but he's more of a power forward. I mean, he could play center he too. That's a pretty center light. Too. But the thing I is, I heard him say on the Bill Simmons podcast, that's a pretty light front. But then, court. If but they then get Mobley, that's Evan pretty, Mobley pretty is light. Yeah, he he doesn't have any meat on his bones. Yeah, okay. neither so, of them do really. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is like Kevin Porter Jr. was cooking for the Houston Rockets. So and Jalen Green reminds me a lot of Kevin Porter Jr. and like just the way that they play. So I mean, I I think they'll go Jalen Green. I think they'll go Jalen Green. I think they Green. should go Jalen Green. They should, just, just yeah. because he's the best player available, think, in my yeah. opinion. I think um, Jalen Suggs is going to be a perfect fit in Toronto. I think he'll be the yeah. successor of uh, Kyle Lowry. I think that's going to be a so, perfect yeah, fit. So Mobley will go to Are the we Cavs. consensus? I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah because they have Garland and Sexton. Well, they yeah. have Jared Allen. They, they just traded for it. But, I, yeah, he's, he's, but he's a more of a power forward anyway. Well, so. the thing is, I and saw... And he can stretch the floor, too. I saw today um, Jared Allen, like... He or he's a restricted free agent this summer. There, I saw a report saying that they might do a sign-in trade if they draft Evan Mobley a number three, which would be a little bit interesting. See where Jared Allen goes, but or I don't know. It they could go Jalen Suggs though. They could maybe if they want to do. You like, think uh, you think the the Raptors are gonna try to maybe blow it all up, get Kyle out of there, maybe send Kyle Kyle Lowry to Philly or something. Maybe. Yeah. Although if they did draft Suggs, it'd be pretty. I think it'd be pretty beneficial to keep. I feel uh, like uh, Jalen Suggs and let him learn under Kyle Lowry for a year. They're kind of floating yeah. though. I feel yeah. like uh, what's his name Ujiri is the kind of guy to either go all in or all out. 
blow it up or he is yeah because well, i mean with the judging by the Kawhi trade i feel like if he's not i don't feel like he doesn't want to just be like the pistons and like and hang on for an eight seed or you know feel like he's Kyle lowry like, to the sixers would be a perfect destination too oh philly would be probably what if they trade ben the, simmons for kyle lowry dude that'd be crazy philly would i <laughs> would be crazy. philly would literally have to praise the praise the gods if that happened if they got kyle lowry in philly oh <laughs> yeah Kyle Lowry with Joel Embiid. Yeah. Whew. That would be that, that would, would be, be a, a nice duo. duo. Yeah. Still got Doc Rivers holding you down though. Yeah, that's true. I, Kyle Lowry can fit with Doc Rivers. And oh, Brett no, hey, for Brett sure, Brown. but they're just gonna blow leads in the playoffs. Monty Williams said that Brett Brown drew up the play for uh for the game winner for the Suns. Did you know Brett Brown was a assistant coach for I the didn't know Suns? That. Yeah, that's what that's why uh, Well that's Ty Lu's that's Ty Lu's fault for continuing to since they got that one review right they kept going back to it trying to get the reviews gave him yeah. a free timeout yeah no he did yeah well i don't understand what what ty Lue's defensive strategy right there i mean come on you're, you're the worst thing possible was a lob play in that situation like you'll take a contested three-pointer for the win you'll take that no well, yeah at least, I, at least for me if zubak, i'm a coach right? i'll take zubak, that chance. zubak got back back screened right yeah and i was yeah, telling yeah. you earlier that devin booker had Probably yeah. the play of the night with that screen. That screen freed Aiden up perfectly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's able to just know. go get it with his I mean, extreme like, athleticism. Like, like you said, literally only one thing cannot happen in that situation, and that's the that's the lob. So I don't know how he wasn't looking for some kind of back screen. I don't know. I don't know how he was not aware of that. <laughs> uh, and I how think, was DeMarcus, I think DeMarcus Cousins, Cousins was on the floor too? Yeah, he wasn't and, even big. Yeah, no, he and I don't know why there a, wasn't a switch in that in that he, situation as well. I don't think he was. I don't think. Was, I don't think he was right under the hoop. I think he was like in front of him. He wasn't like no, angled was towards the hoop. He was. he was in front of him, yeah. But he wasn't like angled towards the I hoop. Can't, you I know? can't remember if he was or not, but it was some weird stuff going on. No, I don't. That was weird. It was just a poor defensive possession <laughs> by the Clippers. Terrible, yeah, terrible time know. to have a poor defensive one. The worst time but of the game. Back to the Raptors. I think the general consensus is Cade Cunningham and then Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs. I think that's going to be the order. The general consensus of, like, the four. But, like, I mean, if you're Toronto, I feel like you're sitting pretty because you're just getting best available player out of those four guys. And then Kuminga's probably consensus for number five Yeah. at uh, in Orlando. But, I mean, he can't shoot, so. Yeah, he won't do anything. The magic, <laughs> the magic, magic got screwed the over. Magic, sure he'd be, I mean, dude, he's like Anthony Edwards part two, honestly. The magic kind of got screwed, but they have two top eight picks. So, yeah. like, I mean. Well, I don't feel bad for I heard for the Orlando Magic. No, I don't. <laughs> On Bill Simmons' podcast, they were saying, "What do you think? Five and eight for Ben Simmons? Holy no! That Number would be five a and eight for ben Philadelphia. That, <laughs> that would, would be, be such a fleece. That would be. But I mean, isn't that crazy? How much Ben Simmons' trade value went down in one off season? Yeah, they should trade him or to one the Lakers. Playoff season. I don't know. He's not. He's not staying in Philly though. That's for sure. Probably not. But um, oh, yeah, he's a terrible fit with Embiid. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Morey. They need they need four shooters around Embiid. Yeah, we'll see what Daryl Morey is gonna do with that. Dude, um, yeah, they have, dude they're good too. Seth they're Curry, good. They have Seth like a Curry good core. Thibble. It's literally just Ben Simmons, dude. Tyrese yeah. Maxey. He's the only one that doesn't fit with that core. He was so afraid. Yeah. <laughs> just scared to shoot. That's why. That's why he got scared of Trey Young. Yeah. Should we uh, Should we round off this this Pistons pod and yeah, start it on the playoffs one? Yeah. Let's talk about where we're at in the playoffs. Or are we gonna cut this one off? Yeah, we can cut this one off. Well, hey, let's let's get, let's give our last thoughts because all right, yeah. We I don't know if we'll ever get a number. So when's the draft? I don't know. 
sometime in July, I'm assuming. Probably, yeah, July. Late July, maybe August. But uh, Yeah, I think so. You know, this is this is something I talked to Lawrence about, but there there's there's a chance, a low chance, but Cade Cunningham could be the best player to ever play basketball. Drafts a month away. You th- you think he's he's gonna have that goat label to him? No yeah. someday? I think so. I I mean he could. Like just think about that. Like yeah, the he, Detroit Pistons he's got the could potential. potentially have the greatest player of all time. That's that's me jumping very far ahead, but like I'm not gonna jump that far ahead yet. But no, yeah, obviously not. But I will say he does remind me remind me a lot of Jason Tatum. So that is very very good itself. Yeah. I hope he works out. I hope he should work out. I mean, he's been the number one pick the entire year. Like there's like I remember last year Cole Anthony was like the number one pick for the longest time and then he just dropped. Well, another thing that I love about his game is just the way he takes his time. He reminds me of Luca with that with that yeah, like ability. He takes his time. He knows how to use his body well to shield off defenders. Yep. He makes quick but smart decisions. He's not like you know, going 100, 100 miles an hour and then just throwing a pass to whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he's thinking about every single pass and stuff like that, too. And he's three-level scorer. He can score at every level. He can post up, which in the NBA, you need to be able to post up. Oh, yeah, he's especially got a great, he's got a great floater, Especially in the too. smaller guys in that mid-range area to hit fadeaways and stuff. He's got a great floater. He uses he's got, it Yeah, a he's lot. got a great he floater. He uses it a lot. He loves it. Maybe he can teach Killian a, a few things about that because Killian loves doing floaters too, but he's not. Yeah, yeah, he's he, all right. They need to look at. They need to look at the homie Trey Young too. Yeah, Trey Young's got true. a nice floater. Trey Young's got the best floater right now. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He's sick. But my final thoughts. That on used the to be my shot back in the day. Used to be Chris Eighth Paul's grade. Shot. That was my, that used to be my shot. shot. Stop your the cat. That's that's a Palmer yeah, shot. That is Palmer bro. shot. Nah, bro, that was my shot in seventh no, grade. Palmer was the floater oh. guy, bro. I, I coined that we in younger. seventh grade. Ask anybody that played on our uh, that, that played on our bro. <laughs> he is no, this dude big. Is no, he's just trying to piss you off. This dude good. Nah, here. nah. I, my shot's the post hook. Were you serious? That's my shot. Nah, was he being serious when he said that? Huh? Were you being serious when you said that? Maybe 50-50. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen you. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest right now. I don't know if I've ever seen you throw up a floater. Dude. <laughs> not anymore. I just be shooting those little post hooks. In eighth grade, you were not a floater guy. Oh, I was small in eighth grade. You don't remember that? You weren't a floater guy though. Dude, I wasn't a layup guy. What? <laughs> that's that's a lie. Yeah, you were. You think you so? You were a layup guy. You were a I layup guy. A floater, I was a five. Se- I was a five seven Ask guard. Anybody on our teams that we played with? But yeah, five everyone seven, was tall. Everyone will say that that was my shot for eighth grade. Nah, you got the Giants in eighth Dude, grade. Palmer and I were five foot in eighth grade. <laughs> I probably was. Were you actually five, five foot? foot? Yeah, I don't think I was, you were actually. I was five, five two. Literally, were you five th- five three? I remember because I remember I remember on the last day the last day of middle school I had gym was my last class and I was in there with Gable and we measured ourselves before high school I was five three. Okay. Last day of eighth grade I'll never forget it. (laughs) See, like you caught me on the wrong thing on the wrong measurement because I'll just never forget that one moment. You'll never forget that one moment with me and Gable. Actually, I with Gable and I. Coach L, you know that little tape measure at the top. uh, upstairs that's where we measure yeah yeah well, I, I did that same class well, yeah, yeah. i did that same thing yep yeah i did that same thing like and i was five seven like in the upstairs but, upstairs top room yep. where like we would do like dodgeball and yeah. stuff. dodgeball and ping pong yeah yeah good stuff. good stuff and then but i grew Kate four Cunningham. inches that summer and was five eleven freshman year yeah i grew a lot that summer too the, yeah. the one i was about yeah i was about like five nine freshman year that's insane and then like six and then like six foot sophomore year 
Yeah, and then I went. I think I went to sophomore. I went to six two, and then junior year I went to six three. I'm a senior year six four, something like that. What a fucking crazy thing to say. That yeah, that is wild. I, oh, it was the serious. floater. Jeff, Go- Jeff Goodyear. Dude, Jeff Goodyear had me going with that floater back in the day. You never, or you never use it whenever I would play. Bro, with that you. is like that is just not my, true. Unless I'm. Unless I have false memories, but like I think you might have a false memory. Maybe I do. You created a totally <laughs> different reality, where your shot was the floater yeah. and Palmer is the post player. Yeah, Palmer Palmer was posting everybody at five foot Bro, back in was, eighth grade. I'll, I'll always, I've always said this, but if I was a tall guy, I would have had a very good post game. I got good touch. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got I got touch around the basket. That's my thing. All right, we're getting away from our. I be getting those little post K- hooks. K- that's K- my K- that's K- my K- that's my shot right now. That little post K- hook. It's official. K- and nobody Cunningham can guard that. Crafted his game after Alex Goodyear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the floater thought got on. <laughs> but yeah, I I think the only knock against Cade Cunningham that I've been hearing is his athleticism, which isn't even bad. But I mean, he he, he throws down dunks and everything like. But, I mean, they're saying, like, when he gets to the next level, he might not be athletic enough to hang with these dudes, but he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. That's a bunch of BS. Dude, Luka he's, Doncic, he's so athletic. They he's said the same thing about Luka Doncic. Yeah, I know. I went back. I watched, his, I watched his high school mixtapes. He's a man among boys. He's bigger, faster, stronger. He's an NBA player two, as of two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a deep toolbox. I have Let's no go. worries with drafting Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. So that's our Pistons recap, I think. That's Great. it. All right, we'll take a quick break. Amazing. On to the next episode. Thank you guys Thank for you. listening Thank to you. JV Level. Love you guys.